0: Gonna start recording.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, I'm ready to roll if you guys are. Huh? Sorry.
2: You guys are ready? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh,
0: my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at Seventh Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 Intrust in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show we have Oxford Remedy. How are you guys doing? doing great. Good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so some of you guys are from the Kansas City area and others are from Lawrence. Is that right?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> not, anymore. <laughs> Sorry, not anymore. No, yeah. So so me and Grace live about like thirty minutes outside of Kansas City and they're both from like yeah,
2: Parkville. We're from
0: like yeah. Parkville. Okay, cool. Um yeah. Oh no, yeah, and you, Kate and Grace, are you guys siblings?
1: Yes, we yeah, sisters. Sister. Awesome.
0: Um, yeah, I was, I was wondering if it was a, a sister thing, a cousin thing, but.
2: No, sisters. Got that
0: figured out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how did you guys um, all originally meet? I mean. You know,
2: uh, school of Rock. Yeah, in Parkville. <laughs> yeah. There's this program that, uh, like called School of Rock that teaches kids like lessons and then they have like shows where they play a bunch of covers and uh, you learn, you get assigned songs, you learn them, all that. Um, yeah, we all went there for like a lot of our like childhood.
0: Yes. Um, well, yeah,
2: Like a lot. Couple <laughs> um, of years. We all met us. there, uh, except for me and Kate. I didn't meet Kate until joining Oxford.
1: Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: But Kate okay. and I met at School of Rock. Yeah. And you guys didn't know me that well, but you guys mm-hmm. needed a bassist. Yeah. I mean, yeah we like, were like, who do we yeah. know remotely that plays bass? So they called yeah. me and then I came and played the bass. <laughs> and then eventually like down the line, another drummer got kicked out and we mm-hmm. were like, well, I know Brody from School of Rock. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: How old were you guys all when you like started going to the School of Rock stuff?
1: Cool. Oh gosh, you guys got to answer that one. Yeah, first. okay, so <laughs> me and Grace, I think you were like 10? Yeah, 10 or 11. Probably, yeah, 10 or 11 when we started going to School of Rock. I don't know about you I was, guys. A, I
2: was about 12 when I started going there. Uh, yeah.
1: I was about 14.
2: 14. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then, yeah, yeah we went yeah, there for a few know. years, uh, and then we decided that we wanted to do something outside of that, mm. so we, we started the yeah. band, and then Brody came along. Yeah. So we started Oxford, we all kind of left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so the oxford wasn't like what was it um the same band when you were performing at the school or um like did it kind of change into oxford like later on
2: uh like the thing with like school rock and how like that things like works is like for every song or whatever there's a random group of people Mm. um so you like the only time you really get to like get to know people like spend time with them is like when you're not playing like songs like when you're not playing any songs in the group so i think that was how like like me and grace got close because of that. i mean sydney got close because of that and then it it, it it was
1: separate yeah it was more
2: of like a separate sort of
1: yeah cuz at school of rock you don't get to choose like who you're playing with cuz mm-hmm. basically just everyone that goes there somebody just, chooses for you yeah they assign yeah. people to different songs and then You'd play a show at the end. Nobody's in, like, a band at School of Rock. It's all, like, different kids that come together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We all kind of were friends and Mm. then started playing together. Mm. And we clicked well, so then we, like, did stuff outside of School of Rock. Mm.
0: Yeah. Did you guys have, like, a lot of, like, favorite artists or other stuff in common when you first kind of got together independently?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We met. We all had different stuff. Yeah, there were groups called, like, um, performance groups or performance shows where – Um, if you were interested in a certain genre of music, there'd be three different groups offered and whichever one you like the most is what songs you'd get assigned to in a certain group. And so we were uh, all kind of in the same group. Yeah, we were all in the, in really similar groups. So we kind of already knew that we had a similar taste in music from the get go when we met. Um, and then we just kind of like bonded over that. And then that's how I ended up playing play together outside yeah outside of school abroad, showing each except, other for, except for Kate
2: and Grace they live together um <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah what what was some of like the the early stuff that you guys kind of like uh had in common and <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: Wolf yeah <laughs> alice. Alice. she's wearing a shirt uh wolf alice pair me. <laughs> Definitely.
1: People always yeah. tell us that we sound like Paramore. Those I are like the, the two main meeting. ones at the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah we, but like as got, time went on, we all started to show each yeah. other bands and like take inspiration from them. Yeah, like we the met first- in a- we met in like a garage rock or like a garage pop, um, performance strokes, show. Strokes. Yeah. yeah, with strokes, like the strokes. And like, so like, the first like 30 minutes, or an hour, or two hours even, of our band practices, Wolf <laughs> Alice. Yeah, like, which, well, well, no, we just in. like you guys. We'll, we'll just be standing upstairs, and Brody oh. will just be or Cindy will just be like playing. Bands we'll that you found me. recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we right just guys. share yeah. a bunch of music. Wolf so. Alice, Paramore. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now like it's a lot more people. Yeah, like, now it's just a, like, a, like Soccer Mommy, Beach Bunny, Snail yeah. Mail, Mama, Mama Wallows. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, how how into the uh Haley Williams solo album are you guys? I
2: love it. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, love, I I love absolutely it. love it. Yeah, I, it's really yeah, good. <laughs> so good.
1: At it's first so I was like, oh my gosh, it's so different, but it's it's really good. Oh, Musically yeah. it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really strange. It's so unique, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, and like I I haven't listened to it like that album more than once or twice. And I don't also know much of the like kind of later era Paramore stuff, but I get the sense that they were kind of moving in a like a poppier, yeah. like a less like rock yeah, instrumentation setup.
1: Electronic.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it makes sense if you kind of yeah. have tracked the, the band for that long. For sure. Um, no, yeah. And so you kind of all got along over um, the bands that you've been talking about. But I guess to backtrack a tiny bit, like, I guess each of you individually could answer, like, what some of the first music you kind of discovered on your own or like were introduced to by like family and friends was that kind of just got you interested in playing or just kind of listening
2: on your own. Yeah. I think Grace. Great, great. Grace you go first. <laughs> um,
1: what inspired me to start playing guitar like the first place when I was like 10 is my parents put a Zeppelin concert that will record a Zeppelin concert on TV and that kind of like inspired me that's why I ever started playing and when I got to school of rock um, really the only music I'd heard is like stuff that like some of my friends had listened to so, like early 2000s like kind of pop, I guess, and so when I went, yeah, when I went to School school of Rock, it was a, like, I don't know, it was, like, an overflow of, like, oh, there's, like, so much different kinds of music and kinds of artists out there, so I just, just, I played in, like, so many different genres of, like, the performance shows, um, I don't know, I just kind of liked, all kinds of music, yeah. really. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's like, exactly how I would describe you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like everything. I can't put you in a genre. Yeah, exactly. I like pop, punk, garage, early like, um, like '70s rock, like anything really. I just music. I just really like music <laughs> yeah. in yeah. general. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, so I actually started on piano, and so I started with all the like classic, like Elton John, Billy Joel, or even like the Rolling Stones or something. Uh, started just, like, learning those songs to figure out what I liked to play and stuff. And then uh, as time went on and I kind of moved on from, like, the classic rock phase of my life, <laughs> I started finding more, like, indie alternative bands, like, um, you know, like, Cage Elephant or even, like, uh, Paramore. I was a huge Paramore fan <laughs> for a really long time. Oh, I still am. Yeah, yes. I really still am.
0: Oh, it seems like a lot of, like... um like female rock singers kind of get pegged as like a, a paramour thing when people just don't listen that closely and oh like that's God. like the one like rock like female rock singer they know. That just so
1: resonated with me yeah. so yeah. much. We, yeah, we get but that. but
0: in your case you, you did happen to be a big fan and kinda of yeah. inspired. Yeah you.
1: I was a big fan <laughs> I guess it, like, partially bothers me sometimes when you guys are like, oh, you sound like Paramore, because I don't, like, I don't want to feel like I'm copying that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely take a lot of inspiration. Yeah, like, like, like in a good way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be, like, a copycat, but. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, For me, um, like, the reason I, the first, like, music I ever heard was, like, kind of what grace said it was zeppelin 2 that <laughs> album it was like the first music i ever heard um they're still my favorite band to this day and then like the reason i even started getting interested in like playing music at all specifically drums was because of the police because they're just i don't know how i don't know how their sound comes from three people it seems impossible but um and then yeah now it's just been from there it's been like I'm not I don't really like seek out like music like by myself I feel like I have to look like for like a sound I'm looking for or like stuff I have in my head um for like what I'm in the mood for and then I like what I listen to like now I try and go like and look like what other people are listening to that are not like that mm-hmm. And that's how I find like a lot of music like that that's how I found like Wallows and like Dayglo and stuff like that mm. like they're just like some of my favorite artists right now and I like a lot of solo indie artists that are doing a lot of stuff um so like stuff like that is also really cool to me and just I seek out a lot of things that have like really good like production and like just are actually sound really good so I get I guess it would just like things like that but like the early stuff like Zeppelin like I was a huge Pink Floyd fan. I love Pink Floyd. (laughs) And then, like, The Police and a lot of 70s bands like that were just, like, opened my eyes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. For me, I was always kind of into, like, the indie stuff since Mm -hmm. I started. I kind of started late because I wanted to start playing guitar, but I sucked at guitar. And then somebody (laughs) said something about playing bass, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to play bass. And then I started playing bass, (laughs) and um, a lot of the stuff I listened to was like Two Dwarfs Cinema Club for sure was like a huge inspiration when I first started, stuff like The Strokes, like early 2000s Garage Rock for sure, like The Killers, Queens of the Stone Age, and then I got to School of Rock, and then people were kind of like pushing me towards like a classic rock direction. I didn't really want to go into classic rock. I wasn't like a big fan. Now I am. But back then I was not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, so I just kind of always started with like 2000s garage rock indie type stuff. Mm. Um, I still like that stuff a lot, but now it's just kind of a little bit more obscure. I've <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more obscure than it used Sydney,
2: to be. Sydney loves post-punk like a lot. Mm, that's <laughs> like my
1: main genre right now. <laughs> um,
0: so when, when you guys... Like, well, I'm sure part of it's coming from the School of Rock thing where they kind of, they you are learning a lot of, like, covers when you, when you do That's that. That's all you're learning. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm kind of curious uh, how, and, like, I, I saw, like, a bunch of the, a bunch of old YouTube videos of you guys mm-hmm. doing a lot of those covers, and I'm kind of wondering how, um, like, just the kind of genesis of, like, you guys starting to write your own music for the first time and like when, when you decided that you really wanted to branch out and do that and how those kind of first songs you wrote came together?
2: <laughs> okay. It was kind of like an
1: accident. <laughs> yeah, so I think when we first started writing music, I don't think we were, were really like intending on starting to write original music we we needed original music for some sets yeah we so like when Oscar Remedy first started we only played covers just like School of Rock because that's but really, covers that we liked a yeah lot more indie, indie covers anxiety. and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so then we started uh getting gigs where they were like you need to have original music you can't just do a full set of covers <laughs> yeah. and so we were like oh maybe I we guess we gotta it. write original music now. yeah so we kind of just Started, Put some stuff together. Yeah, we just tried to, like, write whatever music, and our first songs were very bad. <laughs>
2: yeah, our first
1: songs were not our taste of music at all. Yeah, we we played them for a little bit, and then we were like, now nah, we should do something And We also else. had different, we had a different member at the time that was singing, and we just weren't going that direction, and then I brought a song that I had written to the band, and Kate asked if she could sing, and I was like, yeah, like, I was like, yeah, you should sing, because we wanted to go a different direction, I was like, let's just see how it sounds, and then that was when you wrote the lyrics to the Vending Machine, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. when we were like, yeah. okay, kids are singer now. Yeah. A, are lot now. Of our do, a lot of our songs come from someone coming into practice with, like, a little riff, whether it's, like, yeah. an entire chorus in verse, or if it's just like, <laughs> oh, there's this little, like, riff that I wrote, it's, it seems kind of cool, and we should try and do something with this, and then we'll just mess film. around and fill in the blank spaces over mm-hmm. our practice and we got tired uh, right now covers. it's been Brody a lot he's been bringing a lot. I do that like
2: every weekend. Yeah, I can't basically. I can't let things like sit yeah. I, I'm always writing stuff. Mm-hmm. I yeah just, so it's
1: been yeah. a lot of Brody recently bringing stuff to the uh to the drawing Table. board I guess and uh. I just got tired of playing covers. Once <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, we started right. writing some stuff with Kate singing Then we were like, okay, let's really start Mm -hmm. getting the ball rolling. So we just kept writing stuff.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I think maybe most of them aren't, like, on the YouTube channel still, but you guys were posting, like, you probably had, like, dozens of videos on there at one point of just, like, live performances and stuff. And you you guys have – I I don't remember what the number is, but you have, like, a pretty large YouTube following – um, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: like, was, was there, like, one or two videos that you posted that got all these people paying attention, or was it kind of, like, a slow build over time?
1: Okay, so, (laughs) basically, we, we had just kind of started writing music, and, uh, we, we were doing just a few originals, but we didn't have enough to do a full set, Mm -hmm. so we still did a lot of covers, and we, we had this gig that, it was like part of some sort of festival thing. Back but, to school festival. Yeah, but we were we were we were invited like very last minute. So we basically set up our stage, but we thought we were playing on the main stage. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they, were like, they were like, no, you're playing in this, like, alleyway behind this restaurant. By the dumpster. Yeah, and <laughs> there was, like, no one there except for our parents, but it was hot. Yeah, it was, it was like, like hundred degrees. Hot outside. Yeah, it was just, like, not, that, <laughs> not that great, but, but we, uh, one of our parents got a recording of us playing Say It Ain't So by Weezer, We were like 14 or 15 years old. Yeah, and so they posted it on YouTube. (laughs) And that video, for some reason, yeah, it got just so many views. We played it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, we played it wrong. It was like not good. Lyrics were wrong. I think Grace missed the guitar (laughs) (laughs) solo. It wasn't great, but just for some reason, that was like, the top thing that popped up. If you, Most if of the comments were very nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah We got comment, some creepy oh, comments. That comment section is very harsh. creepy or just like really, really mean towards us. Yeah, we were like, yeah, we know. We played it wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so eventually we ended up taking that video down because it was just old and like didn't really represent us anymore. But oh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what kicked it off. And it was it kept getting plays and comments. And that's when we I think we were all just kind of like, really getting a little bit discouraged Mm -hmm. by it, because there is a lot going on. Yeah, there were so many comments on there just like, oh, the girls up front are just doing nothing, like, they suck. Yeah, Yeah, it was like, what? It was really bad, it was really, like, the comments comments were were the battle zone. The comments were extremely sexy. Yeah, it was all (laughs) about us. We were, like, 15 and 14 years old, and they were talking about some pretty, pretty bad stuff about us. (laughs) It yeah so we day. took the video down but <laughs> that's what it it has, is. I it's think something. we took it down at like 500,000 views something like
0: that yeah I don't remember but it seems like you, you've got like enough subscribers out of that that have been like following along since then and like I, I you look at the comment sections on some of the original stuff and there's a lot of people just very excited and it seems yeah. Yeah. pretty yeah. encouraging at this point you've kind of oh, yeah, that yeah, I guess weeded so it so out
1: Like, people used to go to our old videos and be like, when are you guys going to post new stuff? We still get people that message us on Instagram and they're like, found you from your Say It Ain't So video. (laughs) That's so weird. Like, it's not even up anymore. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's fun. Um, So, uh, one thing, uh, like, one of of my favorite things about the band is um, I really love Kate's, like, vocal delivery and kind of, like, rhythm and okay. so I was wondering how, like, you kind of got into, like, like ha- how you kind of developed that and how it's kind of changed over time.
1: Well, uh, I um, so, so oh, back to School of Rock.
0: School rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> yeah,
1: sponsored. <not> sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so. I uh I started on piano and then I went to like bass guitar and then guitar and I just like experimented with a bunch of different instruments and I think singing was one of the like last things that I that I tried doing there and I never really considered myself a singer. They made you.
2: Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were just like made sing you. on this
1: song and so I was because like, we needed Fine. singers. <laughs> yeah. So I started singing there and then, you know, when we came to Oxford Remedy, I would just kinda of sing backing vocals and not really have an important part on a lot of songs and then I, I I, like, started writing lyrics, even though I, I had no intention of bringing them <laughs> into the band. I would just kind of write lyrics sometimes, and then all of a sudden, one day, we were writing this new song, like, Bending Machine. Mm-hmm. The instrumental part. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, I have some lyrics that could probably go along to this song, and we so, had nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of <laughs> went for it, and I think my, my, my singing has changed a lot since Vending Machine. Yeah. Even. Yeah, even Fake. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's from Vending so Machine to Fake and then to our EP, like I feel like I've developed my voice a lot and so kind of figured different. out what I wanted to sound like and stuff, because I think in the early days, I was just kind of like, just doing whatever, just doing whatever worked, and then now I kind of have like a, a
2: we an idea. We all developed in.
1: our sound. Yeah. Like, I feel like us developing our sound helped you.
2: Yeah, Yeah, so we, kinda, we all kind of played off each other. We're definitely more we're definitely very self-aware yeah. of, how, of, how we, of how we play. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, for sure. But yeah, it, it's, I mean, I would even say my voice is still developing. Yeah. It's it just kind of, I would say like from the EP that we like just released, I would probably say that's different. Yeah. Like yeah. I would say yeah, like the it. new stuff that we're going to release is probably going to be so different. Yeah. yeah singing wise. Is. Yeah. But like oh, yeah. her voice is gonna be different. I don't. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it, but it's different. Like it's yeah. not like it just kind of happens. Drastically different, but it's slightly just like better. It's like, noticeable. every time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Every time you sing something new, it's better. Oh
0: better. <laughs> no, yeah, because I think <laughs> between the the first two singles and the EP, the vocals became kind of more like a little more reserved, but also more confident. If that makes sense, like a little more. Yeah, of, uh,
1: and I would I would say because like when I first started singing in Oxford Remedy, I was not confident. I was like, I was nervous to bring lyrics to the band. I was nervous to like even sing in front of the band and like an audience. Like I, I wasn't very used to singing not only my own stuff but just in front of other people and so but I think now I'm a lot more confident and I'm a lot more comfortable singing my own things in front of people.
0: Mm. Yeah, because the sing sure. on, on the singles. I- oh,
1: sorry. No, you're good. Oh no, yeah,
0: because on the singles, I think it was like just a little more, yeah, just raw and unrefined at that point. But you've kind of been able to retain the. Well, uh, you have like moments where you, like I would call them like kind of rapid fire almost, where yeah. you're, you're singing like double time or something like that, or if the the melody kind of like. Jumps around a little bit in a fun way, but like you've kind of been able to, I think, keep those like interesting elements while moving in like kind of a more mature direction with it. I think,
1: yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say, like between between the singles and the EP, we all like us three got closer.
2: Oh, yeah, so so like I feel like that made
1: a major difference when When Um, we wrote vending machine, your confidence level, we didn't really like. We outside of the band yeah like we, we only really saw each other at band practices and we practiced the whole time and then leave like yeah we didn't talk to each other really yeah so i think you can kind of hear it that like we weren't really as close and with Brody's addition too we yeah, all got exactly. a lot closer and like communicated we're with friends, each
2: other like, we're friends we're friends we're, we're friends <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aww. but i feel like that definitely played into your confidence yeah yeah like just getting That's closer sir. Because I know you, you guys are going to, like, judge me. <laughs> you can tell the difference between those singles and that EP. Yeah, the sound just sounds closer. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. So you guys had recorded um, the EP last year, like, late last year. And we're planning on doing, like, a spring release, like, in March or April, right?
1: hmm Yeah. And yeah, then... We were really planning on releasing it, like, right when COVID hit yeah and literally yeah we just got it mixed and mastered and it was, it done. was, like, it was done yeah it was done we, we were like trying to plan an ep release show like we were trying to plan everything and then a tour
2: this summer yeah we were
1: going to try to tour just have <laughs> a little like we were trying tour. to get stuff out fast yeah yeah and then, mm-hmm. and, then and then covid hit and we we, we kind of struggled with t- deciding like well should we stick with our original plan and release it like, now, right. or should we wait until after it yeah. ends? But then we didn't, <laughs> we didn't know if it was going to end yeah. soon, and obviously it didn't. Yeah. We really wanted to have a release party. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think we were kind of really disappointed that we weren't going to be able to have one. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's just wait until we can have one. Yeah, and originally, we thought it would be summer, but that never happened. Yeah. And originally, the, I mean, obviously, the very beginning of the quarantine was two weeks, so we're like, okay, we'll wait yeah. another two weeks. <laughs> and <then> it was <laughs> another two weeks, We're so like, we'll wait. And it was, more. like, two months. And it was, like, two months after we were planning on releasing it, we're like, okay, it's not, it's not, there's the, no end in sight this point. The news just kept getting worse and worse. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, there's, it'll only hurt us more. us more if we wait longer, so. Yeah. We just released it online and just kind of. Like, I think here it is. <laughs> if I remember, right, somebody like woke up and texted the group chat and we were like, do you guys just want to release it? Like, yeah. So one day idea. I just someone I, I don't remember. It might it have been was. you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but why? someone just texted like, should we just release it now? And everyone was just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said, even if we're not going to get all the stuff that usually goes along with a release, like, just we just wanted to get it We were just sitting on it. It yeah. was so exciting to have all this new material. And we were just like, let's just get it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really weird, like not because I mean, we haven't played it's a like show. We haven't played a show since the EP released. And even probably yeah. a little while before the EP released. March ten. hmm So it's been we're we've all been missing live music very much.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, and I I definitely know what you mean, like when you do because like by the time you have everything for a release ready you're pretty much like already working on the next thing. You're like, let me get this out of here while I still like enjoy it. And like.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three,
2: of, uh, three of the songs that we've been like writing, I had like almost like, I had like in the oven already during <laughs> in like, in, during like the last day of us recording. Like, yeah. I, I had those. No, things. I'd say
1: since quarantine started, we have all just been like, here's an idea, here's an idea. Sure, oh, sure. yeah, we've been writing so much stuff. Because, I mean, we don't play live shows anymore, so we don't have to, like, during our practice practice, for shows, yeah we don't have to be like, okay, so here, let's just run, run to our, our set. set. Yeah. <laughs> so now we just get to do what we want, and we've been writing a ton of music. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you guys getting together on like a like a weekly basis or what, what yeah. that? yeah now we, we
1: are, are twice a week Sometimes. When, when, the, uh, when the quarantine first hit we didn't practice for a we long were, time we were
2: really hesitating it.
1: yeah because we didn't want to risk like getting together because yep. i mean nobody knew what was going on really we still don't know what's going on yeah <laughs> but yeah. we're but, all being super safe yeah we're all you know wearing masks social distancing all that so we decided it would probably be safe for us to get together
0: mm. And how you guys said that the the stuff you've been writing has kind of uh, continued to kind of grow stylistically since the, from the EP. So in what ways would you say things have been changing over the last six months?
1: Yeah, yeah, you have the most to say about this subject. Okay, so
2: um, the EP um, was like, all those songs are very similar, except for Blue. Blue is, like, the outlier on that. Yeah, I'd say so. Except for, like, the end, I guess you could say. But I like that's
1: the most recent thing we wrote. That's,
2: yeah, that's the most, like, recent thing. We wrote that, like, basically in studio. We were still writing.
1: Yeah, it was it's, still in the process yeah. of getting finished. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, we started recording. Blue Blue, and Blue, yeah, Blue wasn't done. Blue was not done. <laughs> we and,
1: had no lyrics on
2: it. Yeah no, yeah, no lyrics. We didn't even have, I don't think we had that outro planned we didn't like plan out like the huge solo or whatever and then (laughs) I like I feel like we all like even subconsciously we just sort of looked at Blue and we were like we can write more stuff like that than like like yeah why don't we just do it and then we and then uh came in with Sydney I think something came in with uh like a a new like just bass riff that was really like (laughs) a lot different than what we. yeah but I
1: would say like my personal standpoint was I was listening to a lot of music yeah seriously and I had so many inspirations and I was like really tired of the EP sound after recording it (laughs) and listening to it all day every day I was like I was picking out things that I didn't like and stuff that I did like and I wanted to sound more like the bands that I listened to so I brought them this riff that was yeah. like super different from the EP. Super different. I think even like personally, I, when we were writing the EP, I know I was really worried about like trying to stick with our sound. We didn't even, like, I I don't think we ever established a sound. Well, I mean, just <laughs> with the general like EP sound, I was really worried about yeah. like having the songs all fit together. And, and Blue that. was one of those ones that we were like, oh. We yeah, were we were like, like this doesn't, doesn't really fit. fit. But then I got, we just kind of realized, I think like, we can just do what we want to yeah. do. <laughs>
2: we don't, I don't, what do we call it? Fuzz pop yeah fuzz pop. Fuzz pop. <laughs> we play fuzz pop and then now it's now it's way different. A, a lot of things and this next like project or whatever we're yeah. doing is like
1: way it's, it's longer and
2: it's like
1: i'd say more matured i say
2: more matured and like sort of
1: every
2: they're not like a, this isn't we didn't think of this album as like a D-
1: we didn't try to like, go different
2: yeah we didn't like force it Really, it we just didn't. Happened. It just happened, and we've r- we've written so many like types of songs. Yeah, like, yeah. this e- this new like album we're gonna do is like all over the place. You were still yeah.
1: fairly new to the like. Brody was fairly new to the band mm-hmm. when we had the EP. We had already written some of the songs, songs without right? Brody, and so like I would say. Once we were done with the EP, out of the way, mm-hmm. that's when we could actually really start riding with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's when everything changed, like, completely. Yeah, that's, I would say.
2: Yeah, like, the one that is, there's one on, that we have completely done, like, mm-hmm. ready, and, like, to be recorded and all that. I'd say
1: that one sounds similar. And that
2: one sound that one sounds the most similar to, mm-hmm. like, the
1: EP. To the EP. Singles.
2: To, yeah, and... But everything else that we've written is really like. Different. Really different from yeah, each other. Yeah, but in
1: a good way. But in a very I good like way. I like it. I'm yeah. excited to play them. Yeah. <laughs> excited to release
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And um, so I was kind of wondering uh, well, the EP that you, you guys put out in May is called, for those who know, Tell Me What I'm Supposed to Do. Oh, it's, so uh, it's a mouthful. It's good. I like it. <laughs> 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 uh, but it has a lot of. Um, well, when you guys play live, you have uh, set up like those little prop TVs with the static on them and the EP cover has uh, a TV on it. So I was wondering what inspired uh, some of that imagery or what made you feel like it fit with the songs? You want to
1: take this one? Yeah. Okay. So I had the idea for the TVs randomly one night because I've always had a really hard time trying to figure out what... Oxford's images, mm-hmm. where, like every band has like their thing, and I just could not for the life of me like figure out what our thing was, because I had never heard music, like the music that we were writing, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe it's different because we were writing it, and I was a part of it, and couldn't figure it out, mm-hmm. but I was like, the only thing that I can think of is just like static, like nothing comes to my head when I think about our image
2: which is kind of funny and then I was like (laughs) (laughs)
1: like, static TVs like old TVs with static on them Mm -hmm. and I brought the idea to my dad and my dad was like yes that's it and he was like let's go get TVs now (laughs) and so we went to go look for TVs and my dad and I went and looked for like old vintage
0: like CRT Yeah, yeah
1: like travel tvs yeah. that we had in the 80s <laughs> yeah and we had to buy them on like face facebook marketplace yeah. and they were like really nice. sketchy it was sketchy it was yeah. weird but <laughs> i got some of those and then we just put them on stage and it worked it, <laughs> yeah now right. all of
0: them yeah. are like broken yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys you guys have a tv budget
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, they, they, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just try to look for people that have them in their garage. Yeah, because everyone – yeah, Everybody has, has that TV. Yeah. Everybody has, like, a TV in their garage that they don't use that's, a, like, a big box TV. Yeah. And every time I see it, I'm like, can I have that? <laughs> we need that. And it has to play static, too.
2: Yeah, yeah it can't be, like, that blue yeah. screen that says like, – I
1: got one that <laughs> had the blue screen, and it was <laughs> terrible. Brody and I figured it out at a show. Yeah. You know that, right no, now. yeah, because you're <laughs> like,
2: why is this not, like – why is this not like
1: static, static
2: like, <laughs> like checked everything on it, changed everything on it, and it was just a blank blue you screen. You kind of learn
1: about TVs after
2: you a long <laughs> yeah. Not all
1: the box TVs play static. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shocking. Not all the box it's TVs play static. It's just like this static. obnoxious blue yeah. neon screen. You're like, well, Yeah, was, like, and Brody's like, like <laughs> and Brody goes, yeah. I mean, we blue. can still put it on stage. And I was like, that's so obnoxious, <laughs> <laughs> that <is> so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: just
0: bright blue in people's faces. Yeah. That could be it's it's fun to, to kinda of fuck with your crowd sometimes though. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, why not? You know? No, so yeah. If anybody listening has an old television, uh it's yeah. at Oxford Remedy on Instagram yeah. and yeah. uh can send it to you guys maybe. <laughs> Seriously. Um, no, yeah, so I mean maybe maybe I'm reading two and two like a random thing, but like the yeah, the the static TV image does seem kind of cool, just like as a representation, maybe of like a search for like an image or an identity, which I think plays a little bit into some I would of the say songs.
1: Now, like one hundred percent. That's, that's like exactly it. Yeah. what it is. That's why like, it's so ironic. I don't yeah. feel connected to that image anymore as much as I used to. Yeah, I feel I like they are establishing yeah. more stuff. So like stuff, with I'm the like, TVs, we definitely kind yeah. of, we use that as like a theme for the EP because like oh, yeah. in the beginning you hear the VHS mm-hmm. like going in and then there's static throughout. And so I think now like that the EP's on, that's the theme of that. Yeah. now I don't want to hold on to it anymore. Well, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like the end of an era I yeah. we we'll move on to something else. Like, we'll I, probably I,
2: still have them. Like, a few. Yeah, like yeah. we'll probably still have a few of them. And they're, like,
1: they're a hassle. Yeah,
2: they are a hassle. They're a yeah, hassle. <laughs> And I have, like, ten of them in my car at all times. so annoying. No, yeah I, was,
0: yeah, I was just watching the KJHK session, and I'm, like, wow, they have to bring, like, a power strip, I'm sure, to, like... Yeah. That's another in. thing.
1: They take so much power, and all the cords are, like, this big. Yeah, they're, like, so <laughs> yeah, short. They so extension
0: so cords, hard. everything.
1: Mm-hmm. For real. So... Part of it is just we're tired of it, and also, I don't think we I feel connected to yeah, it anymore. On. I think it's just natural. We're just moving on. And yeah. I, I, I see bands all the time do stuff with static TVs and TVs. Have yeah. you guys noticed that? Yeah, yeah. No. I am like, dang. Especially after we started doing it, I started noticing yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, just because that was in our heads, we're, like, noticing it all. It more. doesn't seem yeah. so original I- anymore. Even yeah. though it was. Like, I swear, didn't copy that from anybody, but. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. it just- is.
0: Copying. And everyone that saw a set during the uh TV era can kind of feel good knowing they they saw that.
2: They're the real fans. <laughs> I the, the day ones. The day ones. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna keep that little TV on our EP cover yeah. because I still have that and it still works. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that one will ever stop working. Fingers crossed. Girl, it's, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to.
0: Yeah. So. Um, did, did all of you guys, like, just finish high school this last year, or?
1: Okay, so, uh, me and I'm... Grace, me and Grace just graduated, and now we're huh. freshmen in college. <laughs> they're,
2: yeah, they're 18.
1: Yeah, we're going to UMKC. Uh, that was an interesting high school graduation. I'm sure. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. uh, Sydney, I got out of school early. <laughs> yeah, got I got out of school, like. Three years ago. Three years, three years ago. Yeah. I got us I got out of school my junior year and got my GED test because I just couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like high school. I am um,
2: definitely the youngest. I turned seventeen last week and um, I just yeah, started yeah. I just started my junior year of high school, which is the really baby. very <laughs> exciting.
0: Um no yeah, cause I, I was reading through uh the lyrics for the EP. Uh, leading up to this and uh, like you know any like especially coming out of high school but even just in like the like late teenage early 20s years you know there's like a lot of like life changes that happen and you kind of probably see a lot of different perspectives and just get put in situations you hadn't previously so I was wondering like I guess you Kate being out of high school now and about to and starting college like does the do the lyrics from the EP since they were written during high school does does I don't know I guess the do you look at them kind of funny now like being in like a whole different <laughs> in your, in your life
1: never, no, not, <laughs> no okay so of that. I think so
2: that <laughs> I still
1: can kind of relate to the lyrics. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes I relate to them differently than how I originally oh, intended. But, but, okay, so, okay, stop laughing. <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> stop. Okay, so, a lot of the songs that, uh, are on the EP are about very specific situations (laughs) or very specific people uh yeah not gonna say who but uh yeah one of them you can you can save for that one Uh, okay okay so so very very specifically are you satisfied is about one of my teachers from (laughs) high school because i absolutely hated her and she hated everyone else (laughs) yeah she hated everyone she was just mean like i just did not enjoy that class, and, uh, and I Kate's had, a good student, I had very strong feelings student. about that, so I wrote, are you satisfied, and, uh, so, yeah, obviously, I don't have her don't as a teacher anymore, <laughs> I, I can't, like, specifically be like, uh, screw you, teacher, <laughs> but I, I still, I think that song can relate to, you know, other yeah, more than teachers, yeah, yeah, just. but it's funny when you think about a yeah. yeah, teacher, I've definitely, because, like, I, I wrote those lyrics in a very, specific period of my life so so now that I've moved on from there the 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 lyrics mean something different to me now I think than they did at the time
0: yeah no and I I didn't I didn't say that to like poke fun or anything but it it like at least in my personal experience like after getting out of high school like you kind of think back and you're like oh that's crazy that I let all these different like kind of social things and just other situations like consume so much of my my thought process and everything yeah so- uh, no
1: I can I can totally relate to that uh, yeah. I'm the uh, relate- yeah. <laughs> again it was about I won't i don't want to say it nah. but uh <laughs> yeah there, that was very much like high school yeah it was very high school it was and it was very much like I'm not bothered by what was bothering me at the time anymore so uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how I can relate my own lyrics it's like a time capsule. It is like yeah. a time capsule. It's like I can, I can look back and be like, oh my gosh. It's like, said, it's like a completely different person, but I still can r- relate to them.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so do you guys, uh, Like, do you have any plans for the rest of, I mean, I guess what the pandemic is right now? Like, nobody really knows what's going to happen in the next six months or year or whatever. But uh, do you you guys plan on, like, live streaming or just continuing to write or what's up?
1: Yeah, we've been trying to line up a good time for trying to live stream a um like a little show just like i don't know whether like in our like practice space or mm-hmm. like um, a professional like, live stream yeah like yeah something really set up um, maybe so or tickets, like yeah. there's a lot of venues that are setting up to where you can live stream something or record something at the venue and then like uh oh, like sell so. tickets um to watch that like virtual show kind of mm-hmm. yep. um and we are also we 've even done like instagram live streaming so a couple times. We really just do that to let people know that we're not like yeah. dead. Because we don't have anything to post. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like nothing to post about shows. Mm-hmm. We're like we're it's still a band. Really hard to like get pictures done to post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We finally managed to line up one show um it at Benedictine College um in late October. Um, and, Of course, everything is going to be is super social. Yeah, distant. super distance. Everyone's going to be way far apart. Masks for everyone, including mm-hmm. us, oh, <laughs> and scary. everything. So yeah. it's a really, it's kind of difficult trying to balance um, COVID and this COVID you know, and this. Like, considering how ma- like so many venues, like I don't, we don't really know if a lot of venues are like going to survive the pandemic, which is yeah. really really scary. We're also just writing a lot. We definitely yeah. we're working on an album. That Mm -hmm. we'd like to finish up at least this year, like try to get to a point where
2: we can release it next year. Yeah, that's yeah, that's literally it. And I think writing
1: for the rest of the year, pretty much. Yeah, and I
2: think for like the most part, like writing right now, for I think writing, because we started, I don't think we write, like started writing songs we have now in the mindset of, oh, we're gonna write an album. We just started writing new stuff. We were like, and then
1: it was like, oh, we got to release an album. We like, have so much stuff. Well, we, so we had just a bunch of like starts of songs or just, you know, like a chorus or something. <laughs> and then one day we sat down and like figured out what Everything. all we had and we figured out that we had enough for an album. And so we, we exactly. were like, I mean, and it worked we out. Do this. We needed to release an album. We wanted to release an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be weird to release like another EP or a single. Yeah.
2: And we're still going to be releasing like, yeah, we'll still to, th- I'm not even, I would say, like, maybe probably like two to three singles before we release the album. And, um, stuff, like, I, f- I felt like that was something I've always, like, wanted to do is, like, release stuff leading up to, like, a big release.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. right now, I'm, like, I feel like we're very much aware that, like, singles now are, like, what people listen to. And, like, um, it's just what, especially in like the indie, like community, like.
1: Mm-hmm. Easier
2: to get out. <laughs> yeah. It's way easier to get out. Like you can take your time with them and it, it I feel like it might hit a lot harder than just this because an album for a lot of people, especially like in like the streaming age with Spotify and everything can seem kind of intimidating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
2: like breaking it down into some songs before they get the whole
1: Dang. experience
2: is yep. a lot more consumable. Makes people want to
1: listen to the full album.
2: Yeah. Just hypes up the antip- anticipation. I so. guess we're just yeah. going to
1: start recording ourselves and
2: writing, yeah, and
1: just that's how we're going to finish yeah, up. Yeah, it's a very weird
2: change from going to, because for the EP, we recorded in like a professional studio. studio mm-hmm. in a,
1: Saving up money. Yeah, at
2: JTL Studios with, with Braxton Matt Locke. and Matlock. Um, and
1: with COVID, we just don't have money. Yeah, we don't have, we don't have money. No. It's like yeah.
2: not like, it's, it's like not safe to do. Like
1: and Brody's learning all about like recording stuff. Yeah. And so he just offered
2: to Yeah, do I was it. like, We can <laughs> record We can like, do this
1: ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> this
2: is something that we can do ourselves. So that's why how not? we're gonna
1: do finish off this year. <laughs> yeah.
2: Nice. <laughs> that's what like a lot of people are doing right now. That's why I wasn't as scared to do it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking about it, I was like, nobody
1: has anything else yeah. to
2: do. Yeah, because I was like, We have enough things for an album. I didn't want to be like, well, I guess we'll just have to wait until we have studio time. <laughs> well, and,
1: when will and, that be? In
2: another more Two than $5,000 this time? Yeah,
1: like, a lot.
2: The EP was a very expensive endeavor, and I and the album was about double. As yeah, it night. would be a lot yeah. more.
1: And with COVID and stuff, we don't have jobs, really. I mean... We do have jobs, but we're very slowed, slowed income. Slow income. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we don't get money as a band. <laughs> yeah. Because we used to save up our, our show money yeah. for it's band things and now we don't get that money anymore. Yeah.
2: And we get money from like streaming services from C D baby
1: But it's still so
2: tough. But it's it's and right now we're trying to put that towards more like merch sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's another thing we're doing this year. Oh yeah, we're making we new merch, merch finally. <laughs> 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 now that we finally have enough money.
0: Yeah. yeah, I remember you guys had some I was was it the the art from fake that you guys like yeah, t yeah, shirts yeah. of that. And yeah,
1: yes. we yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we had that. And then we have one that just said Oxford remedy on it. Mm-hmm. And we had vending machine once for a while. But yeah, okay. what? Oh yeah, we did. Uh, I was like, uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to just make me look stupid. <laughs> I forgot that we had those. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so everyone always asks, "When are you guys gonna get new merch?" Every
2: show, every show. we like, yeah. I
1: don't know. which way. We just don't have money. because well, we were spending all our money on recording for a while, so we didn't oh, have yeah. money for merch. It's so hard with money. Now know. we finally are well, getting we, merch. figured
2: figure out. out. We figured <laughs> out, and we have now like the resources to do this screen like, printing this, by ourselves yes, that that by ourselves and record an album by ourselves like mm-hmm. uh yeah we have like the means to do that now so, so we were just yeah. like why not yeah. we know people we know places that we can do this and so, we know how to do it we so, just so, want to
1: get that done finished yeah. really fast so we can put that out yeah exactly
0: that's exciting do you guys have a web store right now no to- that's
1: another thing we have to get put up yeah we're gonna set it up once once we get our merch figured out, and, yeah, and made. yeah. Once we get everything yeah. Yeah. screen printed, we have a website, but we don't have like a place to go buy
2: stuff. So yeah, the the website has literally everything except a shop, right? Yeah, now.
1: and we need to get
2: that
0: up. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Where can people find uh all the music and social media and everything else they need to check you guys out?
1: Well Instagram, <laughs> yeah, the website. Yeah, Instagram. We should go on the website. Yeah, we got our website, we got Instagram. Our <laughs> website's just oxfordremedy.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really Instagram is just at Oxfordremedy.com. Yeah. 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 And then uh, we need to make a Twitter. Yeah, we, we, are. we, we, we do are. need to make it. we're on Facebook except we don't ever, <laughs> we don't ever post on Facebook. <laughs> we accidentally like well, we didn't accidentally. We deleted our Facebook one day. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, we're gonna start over new and then we just never forgot did. about Facebook. Yeah, we just never <laughs> post on there. But well, yeah. we need to do that. Spotify. Yeah, yeah, can, every, every, every streaming
2: platform. service you can find really, the, yeah. the EP and the single song awesome
0: and uh, yeah people can follow at shuttlecockmag on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram the website is shuttlecockmusic.com the web store is shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com we've got t-shirts, photo zines, buttons and uh, yeah thank you guys for being on the show today this is a lot of fun I'm glad I finally awesome. got to talk
2: for sure,
0: man. <laughs> awesome well yeah have a good rest of your evening did you, did you guys just finish practicing are you about to or
2: oh i just got uh, i just, just got, got off work here. i just <laughs> got off work so um yeah we just but came yeah. By. well yeah thank you for having us yeah. this is a yeah, lot awesome. of course it's good to talk see someone's face oh yeah. Right. So, yeah, uh, yeah
0: i i think we could we could all use more of that right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you man
0: yeah